guys. This is a special edition of Love and Meets. We were joined by Cassie Destino of IVF Support UAE and pregnancy and parenthood support specialist Lala Langtree White. They're on the show to shine a light and honor Baby Loss Awareness Week. Pregnancy for so many people is meant to be a wonderful time, but for some people it's cruelly cut short for so many reasons. We don't talk about it that much. But in this episode of Love and Meets, we shine a light on what it is and how you can find support. Take a listen. Hey guys, welcome back to the Love and Dubai show. Pregnancy for most people is meant to be a time, the most wonderful time of their lives. But for some families, the dreams and hopes of new beginnings are cruelly cut short. Baby loss is not often talked about in a wider sphere. However, it's likely you do know someone who it is who has been affected by it. Love Through Loss supports Baby Loss Awareness Week. And here to tell us more about it, we have Cassie Destino of IVF Support UAE and Pregnancy and Parenthood Support Specialist, Lala Langtree-White. Welcome to the show, both of you. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Let's delve in deeply and quickly to what you guys do. Love Through Loss is a community, a collaborative community of other parent support networks that come together um, and recognize that within each one of our communities, so Cassie's from IVF Support UAE, I run, help run Small and Mighty Babies, Twins Plus Arabia. We've got all these collective communities that all have facets of baby loss within it. Love Through Loss aims to bring parents together to create support, to be able to help connect with mental health professionals in the region. And we also have, um, during Baby Loss Awareness Week, we have a, a two-day virtual event and we have an evening of remembrance taking place at Alborari on Sunday. Yeah, we, we are here to help women understand that whatever they have gone through in their journey to parenthood, any trials they've had, parenthood, pregnancy loss, child loss, that there are people who have gone through that and are here to support them and they don't have to be alone during that time. Let's talk a little bit about numbers now, correct me if I'm wrong, um, 23 million miscarriages per year. But yet, it's not really talked about. And, you know, there's no grieving process that's kind of publicly, that people are kind of going through and people are aware of. Why is that? I think it's still a conversation that is really kept in the shadows. We know that um, the statistics seem to show us that one in four families that are trying to create and grow a family will experience baby loss at some stage. So we know that those figures show that all of us are going to know someone who's been through this experience. But um, it really is... still very hard to find support. It's very hard to know how to navigate and it can be a deeply isolating experience. It's not something that even though those figures are there that any of us expect to happen to us. And when it does, it just is earth shattering. So learning to find a community of other parents who are living with um, carrying a baby in their heart rather than their arms, being able to have that support and community is enormously validating, comforting, being able to know that you will survive this when it feels unsurvivable. Do you think people just don't understand the grief that people go through? Do you think that's an element of it? Like, can you explain what that grief might feel like for someone going through baby loss? Because maybe that's there's the lack of awareness that people aren't aware of. I, I think because we don't talk about it, because it's still so taboo, and we're all so afraid of it that uh, people are afraid to sort of conjure it in their life by talking about it. And so we don't share the process of the grief, and we don't share... that you do come through to the other side and, and, and we're so focused on, on the loss, which is so profound. But we do know that there are support communities and there are tools that help people navigate it and become 
you know, it's it's one of the trials of life that makes us the people that we are. But we're we're all really afraid to talk about it because it's so acutely painful. It's something that feels so private. But as we start to talk about it, very often we find so many people in our community have had the same experience, but we're all doing it privately and siloed alone. So a, a big part of what we're trying to do is just to say, you don't have to do that alone. We, there's no reason to do that alone. There's a community of people who can who can walk with you through that experience. Well, we're, you're sitting before me today and we're talking about it. So what motivated you both to kind of create awareness? So I have my own um, personal story and experiences um, uh, of baby loss, but the big motivation for me is working out here as a doula, as a pregnancy and birth and parenting support specialist, is the women in the community that I came across or that I supported who'd gone through the loss of one of their twins in a multiple pregnancy who had gone through stillbirth. I work as a bereavement doula and, um, and seeing them and seeing these families is the only inspiration and motivation that is needed to um, really want to make it better for the next person. There's nothing I can do that can fix it. There's nothing I can say that can ease that heartbreak, but I can, we can surround them with compassion, with love, with validation, with a community of other parents who are living with baby loss. Yeah, and, and similarly, I had the experience of going through a loss and going through infertility on my own as a new expat here in the UAE. I didn't have any friends that were going through it. I didn't know where to go. And it was a very isolating, difficult experience. When I came to the other side of it, I was very lucky to have twins uh, on my third IVF that I decided that I didn't want other people to go through alone what I'd gone through alone. So I created a community to connect women to each other. Through that, I met Lala and all the other extraordinary women that we do our work with. And so we, our job is just to keep women from going through what we went through without support, letting them know there is support. We are your support. Is there stigma attached to it? Like you said, that people just go through it silo and we go through it alone. Like, is there stigma? Is that why we don't talk about it? Absolutely. I think people are very afraid to talk about death in general. Um, you think back, we only need to go back to our grandparents' generation and birth and death took place much more in the home. Um, and now we don't see those things. You know, they all take place in the hospital. So those huge life experiences have become that much more distance from us anyway. But I think pregnancy loss enormously, there's still that um, tradition um, for so many people of not sharing the news of their pregnancy until they hit that magical 12 week, 20 week, whatever it might be. And if people feel comfortable doing that, I completely respect their choices. But what it can mean is it can feel quite an isolating experience. And within those 12 weeks, your life as a parent has changed exponentially already. Mm -hmm. You know, your hopes and dreams are so much more beyond the sum of the gestation. And I think to then go through that earth shattering loss where perhaps people hadn't yet been on that journey with you, you hadn't shared that news, is, is, is huge to bear. And that's one thing at Love Through Loss that's really wonderful is we are such a collective of different experiences and different parts of the community and we recognize loss from any stage and that includes through the IVF process. Mm. So in fact, can you talk about the different types of loss that people might experience and how you support them? So from my side of it, the infertility side, there there is a loss to not being able to get pregnant on the terms you wanted to get pregnant. You know, 
you sort of grow up thinking, I'm gonna when I grow up, I'm gonna have a baby, and then and then when it doesn't work out that way, and you have to sort of medicalize that experience, that is a loss in and of itself. The loss of kind of the the innocence of just being able to have a baby, uh, and then of course there's failed cycles, there's uh, implantation failure. There's uh, chemical pregnancies where where the pregnancy sort of starts but never really gets going. These are all losses. These are all things that, and then of course later miscarriage. Act, you know, once once you have seen a heartbeat, uh, these are all losses that that you don't expect that that isn't really on your radar at the at the beginning of this journey. And 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 I I want to honor that piece of it. And then within the rest of our communities, it very much overlaps. So within Twins Plus Arabia, for example, we know that the um, the risks of um, pregnancy and infant loss and neonatal loss are, are um, uh, increased within a multiple pregnancy. Um, within small and mighty babies, we are com supporting communities of people who have high-risk pregnancy or giving birth prematurely. We know that um, premature birth is still one of the leading causes of death in children under the age of five. Um, you have stillbirth, um, late-stage miscarriages you've talked about, neonatal loss. Um, we have families within our community whose children have died through um, sudden infant death syndrome or some sudden unexpected child loss. We have accidental death. We have um, illness. There are so many different facets to it and that can be just so incredibly isolating to go through alone um, and just earth-shattering. And we know that you don't get over loss. You learn to create and build a life around it. And by having the support community, you're able to speak to other families on the days that you feel like this is unsurvivable, to be able to talk about what did you do in this moment? Um, being able to help with the, the, the different um, and complicated facets that come in, the, the anger, the guilt, the, all of those things that can encompass loss is so, so, so helpful. And also we have an incredible support system within the mental health um, professionals and clinics in Dubai um, that help us run professionally facilitated support groups. And, and they're just, it's, it's great to be able to see more and more support and awareness coming to the community. Interesting that you say more and more support. So you mentioned when you went through your own journey that there wasn't a support system. Was that because you weren't aware or because that these, uh, these support systems are kind of newer to the country? I think at the time there wasn't that support, uh, at least for the infertility side of things, um, because I started one because I was looking for one. I was sure there must have been one, and I looked and I looked, and I never saw one. So I started one uh, that just sort of organically grew. I think that there was sort of more of a grassroots support, but we have worked very hard over the last five years to to really sort of formalize this this network of support to be working with the clinics and and making allegiances with you know with doctors and mental health facilitators and trying to make it a more kind of substantial solid level of support instead of a just go find it on Facebook on your own sort of thing. Interesting. And do you have any tips for people at any stage of baby loss? Like what can they do? Who should they reach out to? What would you suggest? I think one of the things that's important to, to say is, is that there's definitely a school of thought that Baby Loss Awareness Week is less about the parents. They don't need awareness being brought to their loss. They live with it and carry the grief and the love of their babies every single day of the year. But what it can do is really open that conversation up on a wider level. It can help improve um, support and knowledge um, for those who are in the immediate vicinity of them, whether it's healthcare providers, whether it's family and friends. That is really something that, that this week is about is 
is really um, putting that voice on a bigger platform as well and connecting people, finding stories because we still hear all the time, oh my gosh, I wish I'd found you when. We still don't see as much signposting as we'd like, particularly from the those who are immediately connected with families, the care providers, etc. Um, and what's wonderful about our virtual event is seeing so many different um, professionals joining the conversation from midwifery, um, neonatology, and pediatrics, being able to join and give that kind of signposting and that validation to it. Uh, one of the other things that we have within the community is we have our memory box that are in several of the major hospitals out here. We really hope to get them into more. And it's a great way that families are then instantly connected with the community um, and supported through memory making. Tell us a little bit more about the memory boxes. So the memory boxes, we've got one that is more appropriate for um, for, um, for for early on. So within them, you've got um, a candle, you've got a little swaddle, you've got information about our support community um, and, and, and different global support communities as well. We really recognize that people maybe feel more comfortable in their own native language. So we've done a lot of research in trying to create a really substantial resource list and that's all on our Love Through Loss website. Um, and, and again, this would be something that you could give a friend who's going through an unsuccessful IVF to recognize and validate that experience as well. Um, and then we have our larger memory boxes, which again, have a little cocoon in there um, and more information around the logistical support as well through Middle East assistance for repatriation, cremation, burial, conversations that very few of us ever expect to have it particularly we have an enormous expat culture out here and I don't think I've ever met her family who have sat down and had a conversation about what happens if something happens to, to one of us in advance um, and and so being able to have that information and navigate it is, is hugely helpful um, so again it is it's not the baby they want to take home, but it's it's something, it's a recognition by the hospital, by the community that you, you aren't alone and that your baby mattered. Oh, that's really interesting because I did want to ask, how can one commemorate a baby that they've lost? Is there specific ways that you would recommend? There's so many different ways. You want to talk about it a little bit from the kind of earlier pregnancy aspect of... Well, I mean, I think acknowledging the loss is always a difficult thing to do and, and everyone will have their own way that they feel comfortable you know there are people with miscarriage who just say look i need to just move on i'm trying to have a baby i've had this experience and i'm going to just move forward and i'm not going to think about it that was my experience with it but then there are equally people who say this was my baby this was something that i created i need to acknowledge this and and give that baby a name and give that baby a place in your family and, you know, recognize that that was a member of your family. And each person is going to have their own relationship to that grief. Mm -hmm. And there isn't a wrong way to acknowledge that. If, if, it, if what works for you is the only thing that you can do and, and we support whatever journey you need to take to kind of get to that point where you feel ready to to be in the family that you've got. So I, I, I don't want to suggest that there's a, a wrong way because there absolutely isn't and everyone will navigate it on their own and, and with what makes sense for them. And what we have, so with the memory boxes, um, by having them in the hospitals, they are that immediate point of contact of memory making with your baby. So mm -hmm. whether it's mark making, taking hands and footprints, um, if this is a baby who's perhaps um, stillborn or in NICU, 
lock of hair. It might be having their hands and footprints cast. We have offer free remembrance photography with some incredible photographers who give of their time um, in the community who'll come into hospital. Things that, you know, in a very short lived time that you get with your baby, you get to create this lifetime of memories. And that can be really, really precious. And as Cassie said, there is no one size fits all. What's right for one family isn't right for the next. But being able to have those options available to them, that is what we want to to, to create more than anything else is these are avenues that are available to you. This is what's available. This is what we can, because when you're in that depth of shock, it's incredibly hard to navigate yourself without someone saying, you might want to consider this. Does this mm -hmm. feel right for you? Would you like us to help you organize this? Mm -hmm. um, and then things like our evening of remembrance every year is just the most beautiful gathering of families coming together. Um, and I know that many families do the most wonderful traditions um, around keeping that connection, around important dates like birthdays, um, anniversaries, expected due dates. Um, and we'll be talking about things like this within our virtual event. There are specific sessions talking around memory making, about recognizing those important dates and keeping connection as well as things like sibling support and friends and family how the wider community can help and support what language to use what to avoid very interesting and before you leave us can you just give us explain the term rainbow baby and what it means for families so a rainbow baby is a baby that comes after the storm the rainbow after the storm the storm of of baby loss of miscarriage of infertility of whatever whatever the storm feels like to you the rainbow is that that beautiful blessing that comes after that storm it's the hope and it's not that your baby was the storm it's the it's the grief it's the loss it's the um it's being able to say you know a rainbow only exists because you've got both the rain and the sunshine and parents who have lost a baby that baby's still part of their family um forever um so the rainbow baby is that symbol of of hope, but it's never in replacement of the baby that they lost. It's, um, it's an acknowledgement of is. the baby mm -hmm. that It is, lost. absolutely. And we'll be speaking to the experience of pregnancy and parenthood after loss as well within our virtual event. Okay, well, um, the event is in honor of Baby Loss Awareness Week. Thank you both for all of the efforts that you're doing. How can people get in touch with you? How can people learn more about the event? How can they take part? So you can find um, everything on the Love Through Loss support website. So that's just lovethroughlosssupport.com. Um, you can also get in touch with us on Instagram as well, Love Through Loss Support. Um, and from there, you'll be able to find the individual communities such as IVF Support UAE, Small and Mighty Babies, Twins Plus, all of the additional things. Find one of us, you find all of us. It's amazing when you sent over the information, there's so many little facets to what you're doing and there's so many nuances and niches. So I think it's, as you said, find one of us, you'll find all of the support system that's available for women in the UAE. So amazing, guys. Thank you so much for your time, thank Cassie you. and Lala. Thank really you. appreciate it. Thanks very thank much. Thank you so much. Guys, that is all we have time for on the Love and Dubai show this morning. We're back with you tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Goodbye from me.